Welcome to Hive Mind. I'm Meg. I'm here with Irene. Hello. How's it going, Irene? Good. How are you? I'm good. We are here. We're talking about Top Chef episode 11. Can you believe it's been 11 episodes? Oh, this show. Oh, my gosh. How many times did you cry in this show? I cried like <laughs> five times. In yeah. This episode. Yeah. It's getting I'm very attached to all of them and it's getting very hard to say goodbye. Um, we have our quick fire challenge. First of all, were you familiar with this? No, but I really loved it. <laughs> it was fun to watch. I, I'm so I, grateful I was not one of them. I know. I was like, really? I was like, oh, Top Chef France. Like, no, I had no idea. And then I searched it on YouTube and I didn't watch them, but it does exist on YouTube that I want to start watching. I like, I want to watch more of these. <laughs> so Chris Morocco at Bon Appetit used to do something like this where they would blindfold him and have him taste a food oh, and then okay. he'd have yes, to recreate yes, yes, it. Yes, 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 Did you watch those? I've watched some of those, yeah. They were super fun. I know. I love Chris Morocco too. This was that, but way more stressful because they were timed <laughs> and it's a competition. And it's with two people. Two people. It was so fun though. So the whole concept is it's the black box challenge. So the they're split into pairs. Um, because there was an odd number of contestants, they brought in Brooke, who I love. I Boom. love Brooke too. I love and she was paired with Dawn. Um, and then who were the other pairs? Do you remember? Yeah, Maria was with Jamie and Shota was with Gabe. That's right. So the whole point was one of them would go into this black box. They're, they couldn't see anything. So they had like night vision cameras on them. They would t test the food. They'd like feel it. They would taste it. Try and identify the different flavors this that were on the plate. dish is insane to try to recreate. Can you imagine? Also like... Impress that everyone pretty much knew a squab. Like, I wouldn't know that. I would have I mean, no I would have idea. no idea. Yeah. Have like, you ever had squab? No, I've never had squab. Me neither. Not definitely not like I assume high it's like on my list. Gamey chicken. Yeah, I don't know. Right? I I don't know. So it's um they have to go in and then they have only a little bit uh they have fifteen minutes to start what they think the dish is. Yes. Based on what they tasted and what they felt. So they all get squab, which is incredible. Truly. They all identify that there's a carrot puree and that there's pear. Yep. And a grabiche. Do you know what a grabiche is? I didn't know until they put it on the thing. This is insane that this is what they had to do. A grabiche is a French sauce with hard boiled eggs, oil, and fresh herbs. Is that not mayo? <laughs> well, mayo doesn't use hard boiled eggs. Mayo uses the yolk. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. So they have 15 minutes, and so half of them start cooking. They, like, do everything they can to make the rest of the job easy for their teammates. So, like, Brooke starts boiling carrots for the puree. And they also can't talk to each other. So they can't yeah. talk to their partner. But they can talk to, like, other people on the other teams. Yeah. Which I guess is nice. I don't know. Shoda, for some reason, thinks there's two proteins. So he spends yeah. all this time. What was the other protein he got? Some sort out? of beef. Yeah. And so he's kind of wastes some time prepping that. Um, and Brooke like puts the carrot, like cuts up carrots, puts them on the stove to so that Dawn can make the carrot puree. And Dawn, when she comes on, doesn't realize that the the carrots are on the stove. So she starts peeling and chopping. It's just like it's hard to watch. And Brooke can't say anything. Yeah. Which is so sad. And also Dawn had the most accurate palate. She's the only one that got pistachio. She's the only one that I think got mustard. 
It was insane watching her list off all those things. Yes, she like they had like a list on the screen where it's like ding 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 ding. She got every single one. I did a taste test with gummy bears a while ago <laughs> with my sister. I would be so bad at that. And I was not good. <laughs> I was not good at gummy bears would be really hard. I, I mean here you yeah. have different textures and the raspberry and the strawberry really trip me up, you know. What kind what like brand? Haribo? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's which hard. are good flavors. You oh, know, yeah. it's not like the other gummy bears where they yeah, all taste. They're the pretty same. like. Intense. But like I've done it with jelly bellies too, and if you're not looking at it, it's like I don't know. I it's don't know. So what hard. This is. Yeah. Anyway, Dawn would be better at the jelly belly taste test than I was, and Dawn and Brooke ultimately win. Um, the whole dish together was squab with roasted carrots and pears, carrot mustard puree, and grabiche. And he also talked about like a pumpernickel rye crumble. Oh, but it wasn't on the description. Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, he was, and the the chef who came up with this is Gabriel Rucker, who is a Portland chef. And it sounds like he cooks a lot with birds. I looked up his, his restaurant. restaurant's called Le, Le Pigeon. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I was like, oh, so you make one thing, and that's what you made here today. Ooh, Good job, Gabriel. But Gabe, Gabe said, like, Gabe was the one that got grabiche. He's like, I know it's a kind of grabiche. And I was, sh- like, surprised. I've never heard, even heard that yeah. word. No. I, and, like, I, I would to be, a me- I thought, I mean, I know he cooks. Mexican food because he's from Mexico, but I was like surprised at his, you know, knowledge of French cuisine. Makes me feel like I know nothing about food. Every time they're all like, oh, duh, it's a grabiche. I know. I'm a loser. All right. So then uh, Padma's like, good news, guys. You get the night off. And they were so relieved that it made me wonder, like, are they cooking every single day? I think they are. It's insane. The rigor of this show is, yeah. I mean, and you even see just like the physical difference between them on this show and then them on the ITMs, like after filming. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, it's shocking. shocking. (laughs) Their faces are like, ooh. (laughs) So they're all like, oh great, we get to go home and rest. They get home. And there's big boxes waiting. I know. This part made me cry. And Kristen and Brooke Brooke. are there. And they're like, hey, we have care packages from your families. And they all get nice notes from their families. And they're all crying. I mean, Dawn's mom just had a stroke. And her brother's telling her how much you miss her. And Gabe's family, his kids all drew him pictures. His little family picture was. So cute. Darling. So cute. Um, you know, they all they're all homesick. Jamie's really homesick. And even Kristen and Brooke are crying. They're yeah. like all reading their letters. Kristen, I know I've said this before, but I will say it again. Like she I just want to shave my head and get a bunch of tattoos so I can I try to look like Kristen. I know, but why does she be look like seven so feet cool. tall? Yeah, she's very tall. Um also this was like m- m- thick of pandemic, you know, when everyone was already emotionally Oh my gosh, yes. On the edge. Yes. Um, so add that, add these notes from family to that. And I just, it's just like a Tinder ready to boom. Um, then Brooke and Kristen explained that they need to, the rules are a little vague here. They're like, your family sent you some food. You can, you don't have to cook with all of it, but you should try and cook with some of it. Yeah. Like be inspired by this box. I'm like. Mm, you've either got to give me rules or nothing you know like because i would just go well and not then jamie's like they gave me matzo ball soup like and chicken wings <laughs> yeah she's like no oh, yeah i'm not making chicken wings <laughs> and maria's like my wife doesn't know how to cook she sent me a bunch of nonsense like you know it's weird yeah 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 so they the next day they go to this beautiful lodge 
in the Tulatin Valley. This show is making me think that Portland is just full of like gorgeous lodges that overlook a bunch of green space. <laughs> it is shocking like how green Portland is. Ugh. Like just the ability to feel like you're in a forest when you're literally downtown yeah. is crazy. We went to Seattle over the weekend. Uh, yes, I want to hear about it. And you, we would just drive on the freeway and it oh, was I know. driving through. A forest. A forest. Yeah, it it's crazy. Gorgeous. And then we fly into here and it's like, like you can hear the air. Like, <laughs> um, so they're going there. They're cooking. Um, it's, Jamie has to pressure cook her brisket. Oh, this was making me so nervous. Oh. And she said it's the first time she's ever used a pressure cooker. Oh, it's like, Jamie, idea. no, bad don't idea. do that. I, well, last time I talked about how he made a brisket, like a po- uh, braised brisket. And it needed at least three hours yeah. like being in the liquid for yeah. it to be tender and like more like three and a half, you know? And she's like, well, I only have two and a half hours, so I'm going to use a pressure cooker. It just feels like a bad idea. The thing is, like the first time I used my Instant Pot, like was it edible? Yes. Was it better? Like was it the as good? Never, yeah, it's no. never like... If you have an option to make it on the stove, it's always better on the stove, yeah. you know? Yeah, or yeah, like yeah. In, a, in another way. Instant Pot is like, oh crap, I forgot we have to eat food. Yeah. So I'm going to put this chicken in the Instant Pot. And for hard-boiled eggs on your recommendation. Yeah, hard-boiled eggs really good. and risotto. Risotto, that's I, a good idea. A, there's a recipe for risotto and it's just like so easy. It's weird. Because risotto, it's like you, risotto, have you have to stir it the whole time. Risotto. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so... We get those just chefs walking in, doing their slow motion walk. <laughs> Kills me every time. Every time. They do this slow motion, judges walking <laughs> in. I'm like, it's not the Backstreet Boys. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, And Maria is the first to serve her food. And she has made for them a bean sprout salad uh, with a cilantro vinaigrette and wings. Grilled wings. And they their feedback is that the bean sprout salad was too watered down. Yeah, has no flavor. They did. I. It is really interesting to hear the judges ask them questions because you know that that's like something that they, they don't like about their dish. He was like, um, I can't remember who it was, but somebody asked like, how did you prepare these wings? <laughs> and she's like, I vacuum sealed it with the marinade and then grilled it. But they didn't really seem to love the wings either. My favorite is when Padma's like, and did you intend for it to yeah, taste exactly. like this? <laughs> uh, is this no- is this how you normally make it? <laughs> like, what do you say? Yes. <laughs> yep. You just got to double down. You're wrong. Um, Jamie, as soon as she gets the rice out, she's like, oh, no, this is not right. But she serves it anyway, which is like, why not just leave the rice out? I'll never understand that. I don't. Yeah. And also, well, she was saying her meat, too. She's like, my meat seems dry and weird. When yeah. she was getting out of the pressure cooker, it just felt like, I don't know, not her best out of her control. So she she served them a brisket with jus, pickled cucumbers and her weird rice. Um, and I they think just, it was just rice, though. Right. Yeah, and like yeah. she just put like 
some jus on top. Yeah, I'm like, we've all made weird rice. You know, it happens. <laughs> but I think the point was like, it's not intentional. Like Tom made a very interesting observation where he said, if I went to a restaurant and I got this, I would be perfectly satisfied. But when there are five contestants left in Top Chef, like yeah. you don't just serve a pile. It's like, it wasn't even in an ice cream scoop or anything. Do you know how you can yeah. like make rice look pretty? It just was like scooped out. And it's like, like what I serve for dinner on yeah, any week. Exactly. It's like a very home cooked kind of feel to it where it's like yeah. just fancy it up just with make something. it chefy put some coconut milk in there or something, something. i don't know a little bit of cilantro um shoda made a wagyu beef with a mushroom i wrote mushroomo mushroom <laughs> puree i was like what fancy ingredient is that and a persimmon salad persimmon salad that sounds good so good he i, I actually just saw him on instagram i started following him on instagram and he put like basically this recipe up on his instagram so interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Gabe makes a panucho, which sounds so, so good. good. What is it that he fries? Um, masa. So masa. he fries the masa raw. Um, and then it's got braised pork, kale, and pickled red onion. First of all, the presentation was beautiful. Like yeah. those pickled onions were hot pink. The cilantro was bright green. Mm-hmm. It just was beautiful. Vibrant. Yeah. Um, and everyone liked his dish and so they talked about like how it's really hard to make street food convert to like an elevated meal without losing some of the street food charm of it but he did it when we lived in colorado our friends were mexican and the wife's mother lived with them and she we went over to their house one day and she had made quesadillas with masa tortillas she had made oh Homemade tortillas. I probably ate 14. (laughs) Like no one else seemed to care. And I was like, these are the best things I've ever had. Okay. Speaking of, I was going to wait for this till the end, but I'm going to do it now because it ties in. Um, A few weeks ago, I mentioned that I ordered these like homemade tortillas from Mexico that a family in Arizona like somehow ships out. Yeah. Um, They're amazing. Okay. Tell me how much it is. I can't remember. It's like a bunch. It's like 45 tortillas or something for like 30 bucks or something. And can you freeze them? And you freeze them. Yeah. Okay. So you get them, you separate them and then you freeze them. Like I did like Ziploc packs of 12 and I froze them and then just take them out when you need them. Okay. I'm going to do it. So good. There's nothing better than good Mexican food. It's just like hard to recreate a homemade homemade tortilla with Mexican yeah, masa. Like, can. how do you do that? I've you tried can't. and it's, it's impossible. It's so it's, hard. It's so hard. Plus, you need like one of those tortilla press things. Like, it's just really hard. I will say my sister and I, one year on New Year's Eve, we made homemade tamales with masa. Oh. And it was like, we spent days braising the pork. <laughs> like, we went hard and they were so good. Yum. It's just, you have to commit, you know. Yeah, it's a long process. Um, so Dawn made them a pork belly, sweet potatoes with red eye gravy and collard greens. Dawn just has a really hard time plating because some people didn't get the gravy. Yeah, it's really unfortunate. She and I, I'm afraid it happens to her in a future episode or next week's episode. Yes. Because Tom's like, you really have to pay attention to these. Yes. Things. And well, I, and last week it happened too because yeah, she forgot one of the plates. This is like well, the she's third bleeding, or but. fourth time. It's like Dawn, you know, you gotta I know. watch your time. Um. So the winner is Gabe with his panucho. 
Uh, they also like showed us and they like Don, but they couldn't give it to Don because of the plating issue, mm-hmm. which leaves Maria and Jamie on the bottom. Um, they told Jamie, they were like, you know, this just really didn't feel like a Jamie dish. And she starts to cry. And you can just tell how exhausted she is. Oh my gosh. This, were you, I was sobbing. Yeah. This, this was like, oh, I just feel for her. <gasps> oh And my she's gosh. like, I just really miss home. I'm, and Tom, they're all so empathetic and sweet about it. <laughs> I'm going to cry thinking Because about like, it. I feel it's like so on Project sad. Runway, they'd be like, this is an opportunity of a lifetime. How, you know, like. Oh, I know. Goodbye. This, they are just like, it's so hard. We know you've been working so hard. Um, and Maria starts to cry because she's like, I feel so intimidated. And Kristen's like, I know. And I felt Kristen is crying. And she's like, you are good enough to be Once here. Once you realize you're good enough, you'll fit in everywhere. Oh and I was gosh. like, this is like applicable to everyone <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> okay. At this point, who do you think is going to go home? At this point, I thought it was Jamie. So did I. But it was Maria. It was Maria. And then. Oh, my gosh. And then more tears. Jamie's like, no. I should go. She should say, I already got my second chance. Oh and my gosh. Like for a while, she insists on it. And they're like, Well, Jamie, do you want to quit? She's like, No, I don't want to quit. But, but I would to but give Maria a second chance. I already chance. got my and second like, chance. Sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, Where did they cast these angels? No. This is why Top Chef is so good. Oh my gosh. It's, so, it's all, there's always something good like this. It's incredible. <laughs> it was like the most touching episode of television. I love the difference of us talking about this show versus The, the Bachelorette. Bachelorette. <laughs> We're like crying about the human humanity and the bachelor are like these people are the worst um yeah so maria goes home and jamie does end up staying which leaves four i know i'm so excited i am a little bummed that they won't be traveling because i always feel like that's i know it's really fun part of top chef but they've handled this really well so far um we're close to the end we've got what three more episodes yeah, I think yeah. that's it. And that's it for Top Chef Portland. And it's been as been far as reality TV film during COVID. They've done a really great job with this. Yeah, I don't feel like anything is missing except except for that one episode when Padma's doing the thing on the on like her f- pre-filmed um things at the, the drive-in movie movie theater. That was that was memorable. That was I way. feel like that was the real Padma. <laughs> it's like, no, let's never do that again. <laughs> Um, all right, Irene, what have you been eating slash cooking? Okay, so with those tortillas, I I have to say we got, I have to just shout out Trader Joe's pre-marinated and pre-packaged meats. Have you had the carne asada that's like pre-marinated, pre-packaged, you just have to grill it? No, sounds Kay. good. We've, I've done the carne asada, I've done the tri-tip, I've done the Korean like, um, there's a kalbi, kal, there's a Korean kalbi that's there. They're all so good. Okay. And so we did the carne asada with those tortillas. Yum. And it was so good. Yum. So good. Like what what flavor would you call a carne asada? Like is it um, acidic? I don't know. It's really spicy. well seasoned. It's not spicy, but it's well seasoned. Okay. I don't know. It's just like it just tastes perfect. It tastes so good. Okay. Can't wait to try like it. Like a little bit of lime on there, I'm sure. And just like really well seasoned. Yeah. Okay. Um, And... Um, most recently, or I guess it was just last night, we got some, my friend moved and we got, she was like emptying out all of her, her pantry and her freezer and her mm-hmm. fridge and all this stuff. And she had a bunch of fish like straight from Alaska. You know, I can like go fishing and then like ship it to your house. Yeah. So she had a bunch of fish that she was getting rid of. And so I got like a black, a bunch of black cod from her. 
Ooh. Um, and Alison Roman, the fish recipe. Have you done the fish recipe no. for, by Alison Roman? It is solid. It's a solid but recipe. Like She's on. so annoying, but it's so good. <laughs> That's uh, how I feel about Chrissy Teigen's cookbook. Oh. I'm like, I hate myself, but this is a good <laughs> recipe. I think we can appreciate, we can separate and appreciate the things that are good. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a well. They're not. There's not supposed to be skin on. I couldn't. I don't know how to skin a fish, so I just left it on and took it off after it was cooked. But you poach it, so you like cook um, cherry tomatoes down with like a bunch of garlic and mm. um, shallots, and then you just like poach the fish in that liquid. Yum! And it truly is delicious. It is so easy and so good. And the cod from Alaska was just like oh, perfect. Yum. What about you? You went to Seattle. Went to Seattle. Um, we did a restaurant tour. A pastry chef gave us a food tour of Pike's Place. Ooh, that's because fun. Have you been to Pike's Place? Uh-huh. You know, there's just like a bunch of little tiny restaurants yeah. everywhere. So we had some like pierogies. Oh, yum. Some beechers, mac and cheese. Oh, there beechers. was a chocolate shop. There's that yogurt shop. We tried some of the yogurt. Yum. We had a sausage from a... Um, Philippines stand, Filipino stand that Ooh. was like the best sausage I've ever had in my entire life. Okay. And we ended at France chocolates and it was just, it was so fun, so good. A good way to see the market, a good way to try really good food. I had dim sum for the first time. Ooh, did you like it? Yeah, it was really fun. Um, tried chicken feet. Oh, how was that? Have was you tried it? Fried? No. No, they weren't fried. They, I don't know what they were, but I, it was not my favorite favorite because it's like a rubbery texture yeah i was like i didn't yeah okay i thought maybe they just used chicken feet to flavor things i don't know if people are eating chicken feet i mean it's like a bone i think it's a bone it's yeah it's like a bone with but you eat the skin and there's like a little bit it's like eating a chicken wing but the texture's not there okay so i probably wouldn't eat it again but it wasn't like repulsive yeah it was just there were other more delicious things i wanted to eat like the steamed buns so that was really fun um, we did a restaurant crawl of Capitol Hill, and so we tried um, that one burger place that Bill Gates loves that I don't remember the name of, which was like just a normal burger place with really good fries. Okay. And then we tried, there was like a taco stand. We just tried all the available food, and it That's was so fun. really fun. Yay. It was a really good time. Uh, porpoise donuts were so good. There oh, was I a vanilla custard donut. Oh. That was not too sweet. It was just perfect. And it was like a good fatty donut that was still light. And I don't even like donuts, but this was... It sounds amazing. A good donut. So, um, and then I haven't really cooked anything out of the ordinary. I, it's This time of year, it's really like every night is grilled chicken and whatever <laughs> vegetable I can throw on the grill. You know? I feel like I have a very hard time like knowing how to cook for summer. Yeah. Like, especially for my kids who are not like eating salads with a lot right. of stuff in them right. and vinaigrettes on top do you know what i mean right. so it's like i don't know i struggle but the grill is always a good idea i mean it's it's quick yeah i'm not like over a hot stove you yeah. know there's just something about even though i have air conditioning cooking for a long time inside when it's 105 outside i'm like i don't really want to yeah so yeah that's that's my vibe lately anyway we'll be back next week we will talk about uh, um what happens next week okay so we've been including the recipes and the links to restaurants in the newsletter if you're interested in those subscribe to our newsletter hivemind.substack.com 
We'll be back next week. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.